0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to The View from Jamestown Podcast Edition. This is episode 42. This is the July 2020 episode, and we're sitting down virtually this morning with TCC President Rob Roach, VP of Sales and Marketing AJ Petrarca and Corey Mons and Latin American Operations Manager Javier Fernandez. Good uh, good morning, virtually, everybody. Good morning, good morning everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I think at one point we were optimistic we may do this one in person, but as everyone can see that's watching the video, we are still... Uh, Digital here.
1: Still a lot of concern
0: around coronavirus. Got some nice facial hair going on around the around the group here too. I see. Yeah. A trend. The, 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 the quarantine thing. The,
2: the, only,
3: the only difference is like what you guys have on your faces. That's probably two days worth of growth. This is at least two or three weeks. I don't. I mean, this is <laughs> terrible, man. It's terrible.
1: You gotta transfer some from your back.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: back. <laughs> I've got that braided right now. At <laughs> least, at least you got the mullet. Now it's on your face. It looks better on your face than, than the yeah. back of your head, you know.
3: But so we had that. We had that one little window to get out and do something. I'm like, I got to get a freaking haircut. I mean, you got to do something.
2: with <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. been able to get a haircut. My wife, my wife uh, Angela, is doing the haircut. She's doing. She's getting better every time. I mean, wait, the, wait, first wait, time, wait, the first wait, time. Wait, the first was no. I will, I won't show you today. <laughs> but uh, on the August podcast I'll show you. I'll get a fresh cut on the August podcast.
3: It's like the first time it's like her eyes were closed and now she opens them, right? And she she can
2: see what she's yeah, doing? Better, it's better, it's better. But no, I'm wearing a hat. Not impressed. because of that, not because
0: of that I'm wearing really a hat, but here I am. <laughs> All right, well, so as everyone can see, we are still remote, still looking at the the coronavirus concerns. Um, You know, hopefully not talk about too much on this episode, but definitely a concern and and a a big talking point as we're looking at what's ahead for July and August and the rest of Q3 here in summertime. Um, Definitely a a big spike the last week or two around the U.S., I think the, the northeast where most of us are up here. Um, hasn't been too high, but you know, areas like Texas down where Corey is and other parts of the States have obviously seen a big increase. Um, we were hoping July and August would uh, start to pick up, but I think it's safe to say business has picked up a little bit here for July. Um, you know, maybe not to the, to the degree that we were hoping. Um, but definitely still the main talking point, it seems like with plants coming back to full speed with demand picking back up and things like that. Um, you know, hoping stuff kind of turns around and continues to pick back up and coronavirus is, uh, you know, cases decrease here over the next couple of months.
1: Yeah, we're definitely seeing some bright spots, Ben, coming here into July. We've already sold as much in July as we did the whole month of May. So we're only the 10th of July today. And uh, so, you know, we got three full weeks left in July. Um, May obviously was our bottom and and June uh, was up 10, 15% over May. And so, um I think that you know we're we're definitely seeing uh demand increase, and we're seeing some bright spots I mean you know coatings uh people are at home, they're painting inside their houses uh, painters are obviously outside their houses. It's a good time to hire a painter and get them keep people working right now and and that's certainly happening so coatings is a bright spot automotive is starting to pick up a little bit um, the plastic side for us has been good for. Things like PPE and, uh, you know, vinyl has become a very important product in terms of the fight against COVID. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, there things seem to be getting better, but we're certainly not where we want to be.
0: Obviously, Corey, we're uh, you're joining us this morning remotely from from Texas, which has been a big hotspot here in the last couple of weeks. What's the overall kind of attitude, both just day to day, you know, actually being physically in Texas, as well as some of your contacts and customers you're talking on the business side down there.
3: Yeah, but, you know, it's 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 Rob and I were talking about this, I think last week. It's it's like what what we saw happening up in the Northeast, you know, New York and Connecticut and Mass, and all, you know, it's um. It's all seemed like it's it's made its way down, and we're now going through what you guys were going through what a month and a half ago or so. But it's um, it's it's frustrating, right? It's everybody's ready to get back to work. I mean, you, you, I, I talk to my my accounts; they you know they are producing not to the levels they'd like, but they're running on skeleton crews. Um, so it's only the essential people within the plant that would be working. Uh, everyone else is like us working from home. But um, yeah, they're just they're just. Ready for it to to work its way through our the south and let's get back to business. And, and you know, shoot, I'd, I'd have a better time predicting the weather right now than what's going on with you know with COVID and, and that. it's you know it's it's just it's aggravating. You can hear it in their voices. Everybody's just ready for this to get you know to get, to get done.
1: So your kids go back to school in another month, right? They start in August, don't they?
3: Yeah, good 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 point. It's uh, August first, and what's currently going on. Uh, at least with our school district in Collin County, is they have they've kind of set it up front that you uh, they'll give the kids a choice. You can go back to school or you can do online, um, you know, your pick. And then there's a there's a chance that if they go back to school, it would be um, certain students go on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, certain kids, Tuesday, Thursday. And then maybe everybody does offline uh, or online, excuse me, on on the Friday. Uh, but then there's been talk here this week. Tiff, my my wife said she'd heard that they're now trying to push to get everybody back, just because the the at home learning just wasn't as um, as effective as as, as they. Well, I mean, I, you know, wasn't effective, but I mean they were trying to you know fly by the seat of their pants there. But I don't know. You're right. It, it's it's uh, three weeks away, uh, four weeks away. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about what they're what they're going to do. Yeah,
1: I can concur that with uh, my kids at home, the, the online learning was not it was not effective. And it's you know, it was not it was a lot of stress on the yeah. family, you know, because, yeah. you know, we're, we're lucky enough that we've got a couple of our kids that are close in age and they can entertain each other. A buddy of mine said he's got an only child. I said, well, at least you only got one. He goes, yeah, but that made it worse. There was nothing. It was it was me or my wife to yeah. entertain her. and there was nobody else around. So, you know, even if you got one kid or four kids, this is uh, it's like adding a whole nother, you know, multiple jobs onto your, right. you know, what's already stressful. We, we already got dishes piling up cause we're cooking at home all the time. We already got a messy house cause everybody's in it all the time. And now we got kids that have to be online and they're, and, and, and my experience was the kids were only online for 20 minutes, an hour a day, and then they were expected to go do it on their own. What what are the chances of a seven-year-old and a twelve-year-old, you know, doing six hours of work on their own? You know, it's like that. Was the onus was on us as parents? So, you know, it it is important to get kids back to school, but uh, it's uh, it's also dangerous times, you know. And if the threat is, is, is is as 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 it's maxed it's maxed out at this point in Florida and in Texas, and you know, you're gonna get a you're gonna get some community antibodies and it'll slow a little bit but um at least we've learned a lot about the virus we know that it's you know you don't want to go to a concert and or you know a sing-along you know or something like that you know there's certain things you definitely want to avoid to stay healthy but in our company we hadn't had anybody with coronavirus now we've got people that have unfortunately contracted coronavirus and that's you know, that's scary. It's really it's come into our TCC family. So. Yeah. Um, so we're we're another thing is that, you know, I don't want to believe the coronavirus thing, but we're now installing UVC lights at the office and uh, ion uh, disruptors, you know, and all this stuff on our HVAC system. So we've got a forced hot air for forced cool air system. We're now putting in systems that will kill the virus. So it doesn't, you know, somebody doesn't come in here, have the virus and have a super spread event. So, you know, these are the things there's a lot of expense associated with protecting uh, our employees. Imagine these bigger companies. So I think the bigger thing that out of this coronavirus is it's horrible situation. It's horrible what's happening to our country. But the long term effects of this man are going to be massive, detrimental. You know, uh, people are going to lose jobs and not have jobs. And even though they're opening restaurants up here, they're only opening them at a smaller capacity. So they're dying. The restaurants aren't making any money. They need to be, you know, they need they need to be booked up to make any money in this 90 day period during the summer, and they're not. So, you know, you know, it's 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 that balance between environmental or, um, you know, getting sick and and getting our uh, economy impacted
3: tremendously. So, and I saw that uh, Javier's uh, uh, clothing outfitter Brooks Brothers just declared bankruptcy. Did you see that, Javi?
2: Yeah, I saw that a couple of days ago.
3: And you, you can buy clothes online, man. What are you doing? You got to keep these guys afloat, buddy.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get your clothes now, huh?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's a good question. I, I have to buy the the, the last stuff that's it's before September 11. You know.
3: It doesn't look like you're wearing Brooks Brothers right now. I don't know that they make (laughs) 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 t-shirts.
0: But but speaking of Javi, I know you've you've been watching the news closely and and on conference calls with suppliers and contacts down in in Mexico and in Latin America. What's the overall mood and feeling, you know, both day to day living in in those areas as well as, you know, the outlook on, on business for July and August? Well, it started, the, the economy started to open up in Mexico on June 15th,
2: but still with the skeleton crews, like like uh, Corey said. But now it's, things seem to be better. They hope to a better August. Still July is still, uh, for the paint industry, resin is, is good. But automotive, as you know, a lot of the cars are assembled in Mexico or a lot of the parts for the automotive that go into the U.S. are made in Mexico. That's still pretty slow. And that's a direct effect with the U.S. Um, so automotive is still slow, but other industries are picking up. But they have been shut down for three months. And and most of the time, h- half of the time, I'm, I'm doing, most of the time I'm doing collections lately because, because, <laughs> Corey laughs, because I, I talk to Corey a lot. He, he, he knows what I go through. Because they have been shut down for three months. They have not been operating high inventories and they have the cash flow has been, has been hit for three months. So there's been an, an, an issue. So, but there are companies that are running, they are, they, they are paying their bills, uh, hopefully, but yeah, but everyone is, is blaming COVID, which I don't know if it was a problem with COVID or not, but, but I don't think COVID is the blame for not paying. That shouldn't be the case, but things seem to be looking better. Things should be, Operating and cash flow should be getting better in the next two months, in the next few months, for most most companies. But they are in they're, they're worried of uh, of, uh, of of cases again another spike and then getting shut down like Florida, Texas again. So that's another concern that as, and that said that, that that could be the that's going to be the worst thing for the economy because they just started in June fifteenth. So we'll see what happens in Brazil. Similar story. Um, Colombia, it's better. I talked to one of our suppliers and said the economy is at sixty percent running, and they they are mainly an export economy. Uh, Brazil is shut down. Even the president has COVID. Um, Bolsonaro, he he contracted COVID. The president of Bolivia also contracted COVID. So, so I mean, this is this is hitting everyone. This is hitting everyone. It's a, it's a real thing. Uh, the whole governments have to enforce the masks, the social distancing. Otherwise, we, 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 and we gotta have to act as a community, you know, whatever you are, if you're in Mexico, US, whoever, you got to act as a community
0: and, and, and hope for the best, you know. Yeah, and unfortunately, some of those, you know, bigger names and well-known figures like the, the president of Brazil and other people, you know, contracting, it really makes it feel real. And, you know, not that people were, I don't, I don't think we're ever downplaying it, but all of a sudden you see these names that, you know, you recognize and you know that have contracted it. It's like, man, this is, you know, this is this is happening. Well, the president of Brazil was downplaying at the beginning,
2: big time. He was downplaying it. He said it wasn't a real thing. He wasn't He wasn't enforcing the social distancing of the mask wearing. And but the and then they go through three different ministers of uh, health through the COVID. So they were starting and doing like three weeks and then they resigned because they couldn't they couldn't get along with the president. So he was definitely played, 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 played it low, Played it down. So yeah. Well, we'll see. Things are getting better. Uh, they see an outlook for July better. I see August strong. Hopefully things pick up in Venezuela. In Venezuela still in lockdown. But we'll see. We'll see. It's, a, it's a, I'm in touch with them every week and see and just hoping for the best, you know, hoping to uh, a safety restart of operations. So that's how, that's where we're at.
0: Yeah, I think that that's kind of the safe general mood is people are optimistic and it seems that there's been more conversations the last couple of weeks about starting to talk about new raw material purchases and plant startups again. It's just a matter of when that actually kind of catches. Yeah, definitely.
1: The good news is that the death rate is down, you know, considerably. The hospitalization rate is down considerably. There are some effective treatments and more in the pipeline. And we have the hope of a, of a vaccination, you know. So uh, there is there is hope. But unfortunately, when we've already been locked down for three months and then, you know, we're locked down again for, you know, the we're really, even though we're, in rhode island or or you know the north here you know where we've already been through the worst of it we still don't feel like we're free to do what we want to do and go where we want to go so um the the virus is still there and there's no effective real effective treatment or, or vaccination so even though we're, you know, out of the weeds where, where Florida and Texas and Arizona, et cetera, are starting to get into the weeds. We still don't feel like, you know, we're, we're free to do what we want to do. So, you know, and that's unfortunately maybe the, the future that, that Texas and Florida, et cetera, have to look forward to is, so we need to have effective treatment. We need to have a vaccination. I mean, I just can't believe that I'm not able to plan my trips to EPCA or AFPM or everything's on hold and uh, just an odd feeling. That's a, it's a very strange situation.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, along some of the lines, so we've been keeping an eye on logistics trends and updates. Seems like the last two weeks as plants have started to try to reopen capacity picks back up, obviously that leads to logistics getting a little bit tighter, you know, seeing um, maybe not as many drivers on the road, people collecting unemployment versus coming back, being worried about, you know, contracting coronavirus while on the road um, so it seems like uh, capacity has kind of gone down a little bit been a little bit tighter to bookloads, uh, especially dry vans and ltl transit times may be increasing by a day or two um, so it seems like that's kind of been the trend here through in the us and, and what's the help me understand the issue
3: with trucking is I, I remember what was it a few years back we had the issue of the driver shortage and the, you know heavy demand you know the 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 median age of drivers was all they're retiring out younger kids or the you know weren't looking to to drive. The issue today is what's drive. One I know we're in produce season. I know we've heard that from our logistics guys. So there's a lot of that demand on that. But but we are talking about a driver shortage again. What is it now? Is it that they they make more money staying in unemployment than they do making the drive? Is that is that what's driving it?
2: I like how you used that was driving it. I like how you used that.
3: You gotta you gotta
1: <laughs> get the we had a call, we had a call with our logistics group this morning, Corey, and absolutely that's part of it. They they that's make more money. Um, you know, right now there's there's sort of a bonus situation for those that are Collecting unemployment, where they'll make more than if they're actually working. Uh, there, there's coronavirus; if people are getting sick, and then the fear of getting sick is a part of it. The produce season is a part of it. Um, we're really seeing the worst issues in in Texas and in, and in the South, where coronavirus is is a major factor right now. So I think that's a big part of it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the the longer that there's uh you can stay at home and Netflix and chill and collect more money than you can getting out on the road and risking you know contracting the coronavirus or or you know um you know but you actually have to go work you can make more money not working so there that's definitely a good point and that's in a lot of industry that we're seeing uh, where people won't come but I believe that ends the sort of the bonus uh, situation where people. Are making more on on unemployment ends relatively soon, so uh, you know. But but the logistics uh, the logistics issue were, was was specifically in the south that we're having. And you were mentioning before the electronic logging device that was the the, the issue uh, that came up where a lot of older uh, drivers retired because they didn't want to be under the um, electronic guidelines where as soon as you fire that truck up you're being clocked and you only have a certain number of hours until you're done. And that was, so there's been a lot of issues uh, over the recent you know, few years when it comes to uh, trucking. One other thing I want to mention is next week is the DOT surge. So there's like a surge of, of, pullovers and and people know when this surge is coming check for safety checks to check for drivers qualifications etc and a lot of people take that week off and they just simply don't go to work during that week because they don't want to deal with the additional hassles there's already enough hassles being being a truck driver so um you know middle of july the surge happens and there's a lot more enforcement people just stop driving
0: Yeah, I'd be curious. I know AJ and Javi, you guys both manage uh or oversee a lot of different imports and exports. AJ a lot from China and coming down from Canada and, and Javi throughout Latin America. I mean, AJ, what's kind of been going on with with China? Has it been relatively easy getting you know material from China? Has there been any kind of delays or has stuff kind of been pretty smooth overall?
3: Uh on the whole, it's been pretty pretty smooth importing from China. There there were some uh we did see some vessel delays, um, you know, kind of mainly uh, you know, around other ports of call for the, for the vessel that were, that were closed or, or, you know, delayed for whatever reason. But for the most part, you know, everything's kind of, kind of been running smoothly and we're not, we're not getting any kind of, you know, real big delays. Most of the delays are, you know, one or two week type, uh, type delays. But uh, yeah, I mean, surprisingly things have been going, you know, relatively
2: smoothly throughout the whole, you know, throughout this whole process. Yeah. I com- I concur with AJ. We seem very, most of the stuff has been smooth. I mean we have had some delays due to <clears throat> inspections that that just yes, was what's out of our control that inspections that come in, but no not not as far as logistics. So we so the, the, the vessel had to rebook a couple of times because of an inspection, but but that's as I said, oh. that's out of our control and, and but n as far as logistics, everything seems pretty smooth. As far as China, but, but we are in, we are encouraging our customers to add a couple extra weeks. So now we're saying we used to say six to eight weeks, now we're saying please allow seven to nine, it'll be better. Just, just just have an extra cushion because because things like inspections, things like you know, ports, ports closures or, or or things like that can affect logistics
3: you another thing that i just came to my mind i think we're in the middle of one of the major waterways from july to the end of this year is under they're doing the lock maintenance or something throughout the throughout this waterway i forget which one it is and and what it impacts but but my point is during those times it it puts a lot more um uh, emphasis on truck and rail as people are trying to make up for you know barge um, movements. They'll need to maybe um, supplement with truck and rail. So there's an added added pressure on on that part of the logistics. I guess that maybe is important to for our customers to understand. Because it's funny, you sit there and think, oh COVID. There's no demand. There's got to be just equipment sitting everywhere. And you think, ah, oh, if I want to buy something today, I'll, I'll place an order and it'll be there tomorrow. But that's not that's not what we're seeing right now. And it's and and so I guess it is good to get that that message out there. well
1: Let's Let's not forget about the fact that tonight. We're gonna get hit with a tropical storm here in the Northeast. We're in hurricane season, and they just predicted twenty plus storms this year. We've already had, I think we're on F. Uh, we're, we've gotten through E, so A, B, C, D, E. We've five storms already. We're on our sixth storm. So, and it's it's just really the beginning, you know. So. We we're, we're we're making moves right now as a company to spread out our inventories to make sure we're we're safe. It's an additional cost to the company, but I mean, really uh, long term, if if there is a disaster um, anywhere along the Atlantic coast or or the Gulf, we'll have uh, inventory spread out and we'll be in a better position. But that, you know, right now with with uh, how slow it's been and increasing demand and the and the risk factors that we're seeing. Uh, Coming into the fall and through this hurricane season, I think it's a good time to increase your inventories a little bit and be safe. If you have the cash flow to support it, that's another big question. You know, cash flow is becoming a bigger and bigger problem in our industry as things slow. And the way that things have been set up in recent years with a lot of merging and acquiring of companies is these companies are cash poor they depend on, uh, you know, lines of lines of credit or, or, uh, um, you know, pre, uh, you know, just having a, you know, some sort of a bank support in order to buy things. And, you know, you get to, you max that out and you don't have any uh, cash that, or a nest egg to back it up. You're going to be in a pretty tough situation right now. So, um, so that's one of the things that's been a highlight of our conversations is the collections, especially Latin America, which uh, is you know notoriously slow already, um, and that's because they keep their cash tight. Uh, so you know this is this is this is problems that we're dealing with on a regular basis. But let's not forget hurricane season, and let's be prepared if we can.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely something to consider, especially. You know, if you're along the coast or have production along the coast, you know, different regions, definitely more more at risk for that. Absolutely. Um, Price updates and trends coming into July. Seems like a lot of stuff was flat. Crude still kind of ticked up a little bit uh, month over month. Saw kind of a large increase in benzene, uh, about 40 cents for for July. Um, But overall, seems like a lot of stuff's been relatively flat and kind of playing more into those supply and demand fundamentals versus big price swings.
1: Yeah. We, you know, oil stabilized around $40 a barrel, but we have seen some rationalization just this week. We had one of our producing partners announced that they're shutting down for good. Um, You know, so you have to be aware that uh, higher cost production uh, with the pressures that are uh, the economic pressures, they're going to be shutting down. And, um, and the large massive global producers can't sustainably keep producing without demand. I mean, a lot of this, uh, production is built and, and developed on on a robust GDP worldwide. Uh, we're seeing very negative GDPs worldwide and getting worse. So, uh, you have to be aware of uh, your supply, who you're getting supplied with. Are they strong? Um, do they have, uh, the ability to survive this and uh if not you got to spread out your purchases and and uh create protocols where you won't run out of product um as this you know really uh devastating uh, economic situation plays out
3: seen it on uh, on methanol rock is um, you know price has dropped contract prices dropped another what was it, 5 cents i forget what the number was down to 80 cents uh, on a and that's not discounted number and you've got spot prices at that same time we're down in the low mid 40s um so now you're seeing a lot of idled plants hey let's maybe take a two-week 10-day turnaround you know a lot of stuff to maybe help get yeah, whatever you know, take advantage of, of of the the downtime or the low the, the low <coughs> the low margin <laughs> period to maybe use that time to to, to do some upgrades or, or maintenance on plants and then at the same time that that brings some product out of the market and maybe helps Um, alleviate some of the high inventory pressure out there. With with respect to methane, all the inventories are still high, especially in China. There's plenty of of material out there and and, and you can see that in all the, in all the pricing, but you're right. It's, it's, it's producers taking advantage of the time now to maybe um, bring some capacity offline and and, um, chalk it up to maintenance or whatever, and um, maybe kind of slow the bleeding a little bit. Take advantage, but also their inventory tanks might be full. You know, and there's exactly.
1: where do you put it. Where do you put it when your tanks are full and there's nowhere for it to go? Where do you put it? And I think that you know, you, you at some point, you, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back. You just stop producing right. because it, you know you, you're overflowing with product. So um, uh, you know, we're seeing that uh, we're seeing that effect start to rapidly propagate in our industry. And um, you know, after surviving. 809 and seeing what an economic downturn did to the chemical industry the massive rationalization that took place and we've just built from there because of you know uh, fracking and and our energy independence we built 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 and now there's nowhere for it to go so um, so you know you hate to, you hate to be a Debbie downer but you have to be aware of these trends Um you know, as we as we go into the, the fall, hopefully things will pick up. But I, I, you know, I have a hard time believing they could pick up enough to sustain a lot of these high cost producers. But we're we are seeing uh, increased prices on some things. Then PVC prices are increasing. Um, you know, so uh, people are plasticizer demand is picked up as people try and produce more before the uh, the higher prices of PVC. We've seen some alcohols other than obviously methanol. Uh, they've moved up on, on higher propylene month over month in demand and demand and lack of availability in some cases. Uh, there's still supply issues, you know, coming out of different regions. India right now is under uh, a tremendous lockdown and they're having problems like Brazil, you know, like, uh, you know, like places like in the south of the United States. So, um so there's going to be, it, it, now's a great time to continue to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah.
0: something I'm going to keep an eye on for the rest of the year. Absolutely. Um, as production hopefully picks back up supply ease a little bit and production starts, you know, kind of anticipating pricing to keep creeping up for the rest of the year. You know, as we found out this year, barring any unforeseen events. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on and something we'll look forward to keep talking about and and reporting on here throughout the year. Uh, featured products and new products on our side, we are still offering our full portfolio of sanitizing products, uh, you know, various formulas and grades of ethanol, um, IPA and drums or bulk, uh, glycerin, things like that. I know demand has maybe dropped a little bit, kind of the the craze for sanitizer products has maybe been on the backside, but I think as plants start to run uh, and come back up, you know, we've had a lot of inquiries for things like IPA and different sanitizing products so that they can have on the floor for their staff to clean machinery between shifts, things like that. I think that's going to be something that's going to stick around and, you know, companies will have higher um, protocols and, and things in place to keep a safe work environment, you know, even as coronavirus cases decrease to, to keep them on the decrease or, you know, keep them out altogether in the future. So, something to keep an eye on and something we're happy to, you know, continue to have conversations about.
3: Hey, one thing to point out is we're talking about that, that line of the, the, those materials that go into sanitizers and something that's come across our desk, all of us over the last few weeks is we're hearing methanol ending up in sanitizers. And we should be very clear about on, on this podcast for anybody. Well, that's, that's, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be used in sanitizers. Right. It, we, there's been a a handful of cases where we've seen it. Right. Well, we've heard about it in
1: the news. I don't, I don't think we've seen it personally as a company. No, no,
2: sorry, right,
1: right. Yeah, we, we would never sell methanol for use in, in hand sanitizer. That, you know, that can kill you. Uh, it can make you blind. It can, there's major effects. You know, the, the thing is that alcohol is killed this coronavirus. And we mentioned ethanol. Ethanol right now is extremely tight. Um, it's, it, it's replacing IPA because IPA got so expensive just to be clear, IPA is a far more effective killer of this virus than ethanol. So people switched to ethanol-based sanitizers because of high-priced isopropyl alcohol. Isopropyl alcohol has now fallen in price some, gotten more competitive, where ethanol has gotten extremely uh, tight and competitive, and prices have gone up. So, uh, maybe now is the time to consider a switch back to IPA, have a more effective killer of the virus, and uh, and better availability, um, uh, you know, might be a consideration. We also offer uh, a variety of different alcohols that can be used in ethoxylates, which really go into things like detergent. So you might want to contact T- TCC and find out what what type of uh, 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 alcohols we can supply for ethoxylates. I mean. This this is one very high point right now in our industry is that people are 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 at home they're washing their clothes more they're washing dishes more they're washing uh you know they're washing themselves more um, so things like ethoxylates which make um, detergents and things like that are in high demand so we have we have great products for that and then of course if you want to make your own sanitizers please don't ever use methanol. It's it's it, you're going to be on the news and you're going to be you know, in big trouble. It's certainly not uh, something you can uh, use to kill the virus, um, but we've got a variety of other products that we can use to help people, as you said, ben, keep their plants running, keep it clean, keep it sanitized and, uh, and keep moving forward and helping this economy.
0: And the other piece to all that too, I think as, as Rob kind of alluded to earlier is understanding the time of year, um, great time to double check your inventories. Um, if you can take inventory in, great, if not, you know, at least understand your supply chain, where material is stocked, where it's coming from, you know, have some backup options and, you know, great time to, to double check your supply chain, kind of ensure your own security supply. Obviously TCC as a company, we're happy to do that for you. Um, and, take great pride and even just having internal conversations and spending some money and moving inventory around to make sure our customers are kept uh kept supplied you know even if if they don't understand it or they don't see the, the legwork that goes behind it you know they can ensure that the, the security of supply is there um so definitely a great time to double check your inventory double check your supply chain understand where things are stored and, and make sure you're in good shape here coming into the fall Um, trade shows, obviously not too much to talk about, unfortunately, usually one of my favorite topics to talk about, but still pretty quiet. I think stuff's really shut down through August, maybe even September. Um, I think there's still some stuff on the books for maybe later in the year, but I mean, my, my personal two senses. I don't see us attending a trade show here again in 2021 or 2020, unfortunately. Um, you know, shows on the horizon for 2021, obviously the NPE and the AFPM, two uh, big shows in the industry that we're hopeful to still be able to attend. Um, but I think everything's safe to say it's all up in the air for, for travel for the rest of this year and even coming into next year.
1: There, there are some online sort of events that have taken place. You know, they're certainly not the same thing, but... You know, as we, um, you know, as we modernize in, in this world of the virus, there, there's there been some great webinars and things that, that we've taken advantage of. So uh, there's still some resources, you know, even though we're not person to person, we still have some, um, you know, resources to get out there and learn more technical and uh, and have events and um so it it, it's it's it is what it is for for now but i agree with you i don't think we're going to be at a trade show anytime soon
0: yeah that's a good point the the plastics industry is putting on their compounders conference next week digitally i think over two days it's like two or three hours per day um so usually a great in-person show great to great speakers great to have meetings with customers and suppliers unfortunately can't do that one in person but they put on a good agenda um uh, that's i think next tuesday and wednesday so if you haven't checked that one out that's definitely a good one um the methanol forum
3: that the methanol forum that i attend in the houston area every, every september they're um they're going virtual this year as well so yeah this august methanol forum but it's usually a good one but
0: um yeah i think i think it shows up that i've done a good job to pivot online you know the the plastics one at least specifically is offering the the material for free so it's free to to register us as you know tcc as a company um, we're proud to sponsor it. So that kind of helps them with their back end costs and makes it free for attendees. So, you know, it could even be a good boost for future in person shows. I mean, people do the webinar, see it, you know, understand the, the content and appreciate it and say, hey, maybe I'll check it out and spend, the, you know, a thousand bucks to register and, and fly down there for a couple of days. Um, and, you know, could be a good kind of promo for it. So, could be actually a, a positive in the long run. So, we'll see what happens. Um, but that's kind of all I've got. I don't know. Wrapping things up. Is any other, uh, feedback here coming into July and August? Uh, I think we pretty good conversation covered a lot of stuff. Um, you know, don't know if there's anything else to, to wrap things up here.
3: Anything from you, AJ, you want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys did a great job. Thanks for Thanks for carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> Robust
1: input, <laughs> you know, just hope everybody's safe out there. I'm sorry to see what's happening uh, in the south right now. We, we certainly uh, our thoughts and prayers are with everybody down there and and that that things continue in the north to go well. Um, and just, you know, keep in mind as we get back to work that, you know, you're now responsible, not only to yourself and your family, but your coworkers. So. Uh, don't go to any, uh, sing song bars and not wear a mask anytime soon. Um, you know, we're one thing I will say that's optimistic is we've learned a lot about the virus right. and there's places, man, you just don't want to be mm-hmm. and, and, and don't go there. You know, I mean, even if you wear a mask, don't go there. And just until we find an effective treatment and an effective vaccine, we'll all be back flying. We'll all be back at hotels. We'll all be back at at bars and, you know, singing along with each other uh, to music at, you know, at the top of our lungs. But uh, as of right now, you know, it's, it's, it's your own responsibility to do your best. And the, for me, the hardest part is controlling my kids. I got an 18-year-old out there. He's just dying to be out and about with his friends. And I feel horrible for him. But, uh, you know, uh, he's got to go to work. He's got a job, you know he's wearing his mask, he's being diligent, but you know so it's it's very important to to keep keep aware of your own health at this point and the health of your family for the sake of everyone around you your community and your coworkers so um so God bless the south and and you know I know you judge us northerners all the time, but we don't we're not judging you guys, man we, we love don't every-
3: you. come on don't believe it we love you guys
1: I was Just thinking about that cory the other day i mean i show up down in dallas and you start busting my balls immediately about being a yankee and i think whenever he comes up and visits us we don't go oh you're some cracker southerner or whatever the hell we don't even think about that stuff like <laughs> it's like what, what I, it's kind of a shock to show up in dallas and be like oh you northerners you yankees and we're like what the hell where did this come from but in any event, we love all of America. We love we love everybody and, 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 and we're sorry that, that this is going on down south and it sucks. And uh, and let's just hope that you know that, that it gets better quickly. And
0: uh, And Corey, yeah. let me just take the Friday off from your favorite karaoke bar. You know, no no karaoke bar yeah, tonight no, or no I'm
3: glad you I'm glad you brought that up. I put my singing career on hold. I mean there's some, there's been some scouts at the local karaoke's and I've been you know
0: you're you're going like this, you know.
3: Oh yeah, I was speaking for sure I was oh, in like, hey, methanol prices were going, but I was my singing <laughs> career it was I, I heard Simon Cowell was in the area i had I had some I wrote my own songs i'll I'll sing one for you now if you'd like, or we could maybe put that on the next podcast or something we about
0: a minute for this thing
3: for the record, Rob, we don't call you but we love you guys. I don't list. don't I don't know who's saying that stuff, but you're hanging around with the wrong people when you come down here. <laughs> it Was you. It was you. <laughs> all right, you Yankees have a good one. <laughs> come on. We love everybody. We're, we 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 love everybody. I think that's what's important
1: though, is we all got to come together as Americans, you know, no yeah. matter what, no matter yeah. what, you know, your beliefs are and your background you got to cut this bullshit off of us versus them. And you know, this is, this is out of control. And really if, if you're, if you're becoming a victim and you're, and you're falling in with this, it's because you're, 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 you're being influenced possibly by China and Russia. They want us divided. So it's, it's almost like you're being un-American if you're being divisive because the messages that are coming out, the news is bullshit. Social media is bullshit. All of it is bullshit if you're listening to it. If you're focusing in on the negativity, it, you're, you're, you're affecting all of America. So it's un-American to be divisive. Right. And, uh, and I'm sorry that, that, that there's a lot of division and hatred out there right now. But the only way we can cure that is love and getting together. Love, number one, man. We got to love each other. And be proud to be Americans, and be together as Americans, and that's how we'll get through this, this virus. Yeah. Amen. Stop
2: allowing
3: outside influence to divide us. Well, I, I tell you what, Rob, I, I I I made a um a deliberate uh effort to um stay away from the news for the last four weeks. And granted, I know you need to hear stuff off and on, just you know, just to stay engaged. But I turned it off, and I tell you what, my head's in a much better place. Uh, yeah. I don't get caught up in. What the right says, the left side, I, I don't care. I I am looking out for the people around me. I love the people around me. I'm not I'm not sitting here asking how you vote before I, I help you. I, I don't care. You know, we're all in this together and everybody needs a help, you know, a helping hand. And other than Javier, I'm here for you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for your for your emails. for weeks too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I listen, I know it. <laughs> Hey, don't collect your your customers' money, would you? Um, but no, in all seriousness, I, I know it's up. But listen, when you get caught, I'm I'm a firm believer in in what you're feeding, what you're eating is what's coming out, right? And when you're constantly, when you're consumed with the news, the negative, and, and I don't care what side you're watching, it's a bias, right? And when you consume, that's what's coming out in your actions, that's what's coming out in your words, and we can all we can all be better Americans for sure. And it starts with just learning to, you know what. Get 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 off your soapbox and 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 get away from from your view and let's just uh, you know let's figure out how we can all just take care of each other and not worry about you know who votes where and all that crap right.
0: Hey, one and more to... one more positive one more positive note to finish out on big uh, big couple weeks for the the Fernandez Diaz family here coming into uh, early August.
2: Yes. Oh yeah yes.
3: COVID yeah. Fernandez, what you naming it COVID COVID Fernandez or what are we doing? Fernandez Corona.
0: <laughs> but uh, a yeah, couple of weeks, hopefully uh, everything goes well. and looking forward to uh, to meeting guys, a little guy. <laughs> yeah, next podcast I'll I'll be at that.
2: Oh crap. <laughs> wow. I, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy to say it. I I'm am i am shaking. <laughs> we're all shaking we're all shaking don't be a great one Robbie.
3: you'll be a great one you're gonna be a great dad you just will be
1: seeing how you treat that cat this
3: baby's gonna <laughs> <be a> whole- <laughs> baby. yep. except for the litter box everything but the litter box just you don't you, the baby doesn't need a litter box but that's all, yeah.
0: all right um yeah but as always thank you guys for listening uh follow along whether it's the the video or the audio version um you know appreciate everyone following along hopefully you're getting the email uh view edition next week as well um you know if you're only getting emails please subscribe to the podcast if you're only seeing the podcast we do have the email version as well um we appreciate you listening hopefully it was uh Good, uh, good information. Uh, as always, please reach out to any of us. Whether you have a TCC sales contact or just give us a call in the office to uh, talk through anything that we mentioned here in the podcast. Happy to help with uh, supply, pricing, inventory. You know anything we can do to help? Uh, by all means, reach out. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on the August podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.
3: All right, you stupid Thank Yankees. We'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>